family through continuous effort and struggle. And this is by Napoleon Hill. Welcome to another exciting episode of Podcast with Sheila. With me today is the author of 14 Days in Beijing, Amazon's bestseller, Chancellor Kay Jackson. He will be sharing with us his experience in China in 2019. Hello, Chancellor, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Blessings and balance. Blessings and balance to everyone tuning in and to you, Sheila. I appreciate you for having me. It's a delight to have you here. Do you have a favorite quote you'd like to share with us today? Uh, quote, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure who it originates from, okay. but the quote is, uh, adversity introduces a man to himself. Adversity introduces a man to himself. That's a good one. Tell us a little bit about you, where you come from, um, just a little background about you so that our audience will know who our guest is for today. Sure. Uh, I'm from America, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Those that are familiar with the demographics uh, or just the geography of the United States. But from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. Um, uh, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm only I'm 25. Um, I played football for the vast majority of my life, American football. Um, okay. Played in high school and at, in college as well. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in communication and media studies. And after football, school, um, I landed my first job in China, teaching English to children. I was teaching kids as young as three years old all the way up to 14. And um, yeah, so I spent a little time in China and then came back to America. And here I, I teach still. Um, I, I coach high school football in addition, um, sell my books <laughs> in uh I'm also a partner with a nonprofit organization, and we work with um, youth and, you know what I'm saying, education, athletics, life skills, you know what I'm saying, just multiple, multiple avenues. And where I come into play specifically with them is uh, using my book, 14 Days of Beijing. Working okay, but before we go into your book properly, how did you end up in China? Did you go there on your own to teach or were you sent there to teach? Um, I applied. Uh, I was just doing a doing my typical job searching routine, and um, came across the, the application on LinkedIn. I want to say, yeah, it was okay. LinkedIn. Okay. And that's when I said, okay, teach English in China. I'm like, damn, okay, that sound dope. That sound kind of cool. I, I feel like I, I know I can do that. And uh, reading the job description, and I'm like, okay, that, that, that's smooth. I know I, I can do this for sure, for sure. And I only had three requirements. Oh. A bachelor's degree. It don't matter what. It, it don't matter what degree, you know what I'm saying? As long as you got one. Okay. Uh, clean background, check, check, and you're a native English speaker. That was it. I'm like, okay, I'll just tell you that's it. I, I, I applied to that. Applied, ended up getting the job. First job to tell me yes after eight months of applying was on the other side of the world. So, what was the experience like in China? China was lit. China was lit. China was so much fun. China was <laughs> like I miss China. Like China was, it was it was amazing. Like it's a different world for sure, for sure. Culture, people, um, just vibration, everything. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a different world. But um, like I'm a statistician, so I'm very adventurous. I'm very optimistic, spontaneous. So I got th- I got a thrill out of the experience you know what i'm saying everything is is, is challenging just especially being a foreigner you know what i'm saying i don't speak the language like that you know what i'm saying so anything every, any and everything is going to be a challenge you know what i'm saying 
going to the grocery store, going to the bank, you name it. You know, it's the most simplest task. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be a challenge. Um, meeting the different people, especially all the new, the foreigners, meeting them were, they made the experience even more fun. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was just amazing because it's like, one, how many people do we know in our lives that went to China? One, yet alone live. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that all of us are here right now is just like, man, what are the, you know what I'm saying? Just, man, it's, it's, what, you know what I'm saying? The odds is like, okay, we here for, you know what I'm saying? I met you, I met you for a reason, bro. Like, you come from, you, you come from Europe, you come from Africa, you come from Canada, you come from Australia, you, you have folks from everywhere. But it's like, all right, man, we are right here, right now. You know what I'm saying? In a, in a country that is even hard to just visit. So <laughs> that was, you know what I'm saying? The foreigners made it uh, fun as well. Um, traveling and exploring China, just uh, Man, that was an adventure within itself alone too. And then most importantly, I enjoyed my work. You know what I'm saying? Because I went to I went to China to work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, if you don't if you don't like your job, then that's gonna make or break the whole experience. Luckily exactly. for me, <laughs> I enjoyed working with I enjoyed working with working the with the children and all. The kids made they they made the job fun. If it weren't for the kids, I'm like, man, this is probably boring. You know what I'm saying? The kids made it fun. So you know what I'm saying? I enjoy I enjoy every every little bit of a China that I got to experience for sure. So what happened? What led to you writing 14 days in Beijing? What is the story there? So long story short, I ended up getting locked up out there and then 14 days in a Chinese penitentiary. Oh. Um, and pretty much what just led up to, you know what I'm saying, the 14, me doing the 14 days. Um, it's April 4th, 2019, and uh, I'm finna get ready to head to this event, you know what I'm saying? So before I go to the event, I'm like, I'm a pregame before I go. And for y'all that don't know what pregaming is, it's like, okay, before you or you and your friends go out on a night full of festivities, hey, we're going to turn up at the house real quick, then we're going to go to the actual function. You know oh, what I'm saying? So, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what we call it. So the, the, the fun was going to start from the house before you take it yes. to the party. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my apartment by myself. I'm just sipping some Chinese liquor, listening to music, smoking some cannabis at my little pipe. I'm just vibing. All right. So get done. I'm finna get ready to leave now. So I make sure I got everything. I hear a knock at the door, look through the peephole. It's three officers from the Beijing police. It's like right then and there. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, shit. Like what they doing here? So scramble to put everything up. And um, open the door, they walk in. Um, they're questioning me about drugs. I'm like, immediately, like, this, this, they question me about drugs. I'm just playing the fool. Like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Let me go get my passport, because clearly there's some confusion here. So um, time progresses, you know what I'm saying? More officers enter. And the next thing I know, they have me do a drug test right there on the spot. And as soon as they, you know what I'm saying, they pulled the drug test, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, it's over with. <laughs> it's over with. So, oh. yeah, so I do the drug test, fail the drug test, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they arrest me um, and take me to one precinct. And I'm there for just a little bit, sitting handcuffed, just reflecting, reflecting and in my head a lot. And then we move to another precinct that's a little bit further away. And there I'm in that precinct for 14 hours. And um, 
I do my interrogation and you understand, get my identity put into the system and all of that. And then after that, that's when they took me to the actual jail jail. And I was locked up 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 15 people to one cell, nine wooden beds. And all I had was one bowl and one spoon, 14 days straight. Wow. Let's take it slowly because I want to understand the story very well. So sure. I don't know the Chinese laws too much. That from what you're telling me, I gather that they do not allow cannabis there. Is that well, it? Well, ironically, one of I got a friend that's still in China and he was out at a bar and they have like hemp infused beers out there. Like he I'm so I was I'm just like I seen it on his story. I'm just like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, nah, but it can't be. Nah, bro, you out and you bought that? I'm like, oh, nah, but hey, they owe me 14 days. But so did somebody uh, snitch on you? How did they get to know you? Were... That is still a mystery to this day, Sheila. Like, <laughs> you read my book, it's like, I get po I get asked that question all the time. Like, what made them come by your apartment in the first place? I have no clue. I'm hoping y'all can read and help me figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I have no, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm in the house by myself. I'm by myself. So it's like, and it was, wasn't my first time smoking out there. I was smoking the whole time I was out there for the most part. So it was like, what possessed that come out of? I have no clue. I, you know what I'm saying? I have no clue. But you know what I'm saying? All in all, I couldn't do nothing but hold myself accountable at the end of the day. Cause you know what I'm saying? I made a choice and I had to live by it. You know what I'm saying? The consequences that, you know what I'm saying, came from it. So, you know what I mean? The 14 days in, in the detention cell, what happened? Were you maltreated? Were you treated well? What exactly went on in the cell? Well, in the cell, I'm we, like we just locked up like we locked up twenty four seven. So it's me and fourteen other inmates. Um, for the first three days, it's all Chinese people I'm in the cell with. So I can't really communicate. I can't communicate with nobody. Um, so the first three days, I'm just in my head. Oh my god! That's the only thing. I'm the only person I can communicate to. So I'm the best believe I'm talking to myself a lot. Um, but the, the cells was cool. Like you know, saying the inmates, they was they really you know, saying this is the first time most of them have had a person of color like this close you know what i'm saying oh, so yeah they just they just curious they, 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 I, I know about y'all but it's like man, i actually have one face to face with me also oh, you know what i'm saying they just really just wanted to, to just they had a bunch of questions but the language barrier was man it, it was just yeah communication just non-existent even if we tried you know what i'm saying but i can yeah. just tell like they was curious and excited and you know what I'm saying? It was it was genuine, genuine. Like it was no malice or yeah. Weird. Ain't not, not, it was nothing like that. <laughs> it was nothing like that. So what happened after the 14 days? You were asked to go back home to oh, your yeah, so apartment. Once I, yeah, once I got released um, from the jail, uh, they took me straight to my apartment to pack up the rest of my things. Oh. And then my apartment straight to the airport. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I got deported the same day I got released. Yeah, they kicked. Yeah, they kicked my. Just because you were doing cannabis there. Yeah. Wow. So what? What was life after you came back? What happened afterwards? Man, so it was. It was just man. I'm back to square one. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in this position when I graduated from college. Because like, okay, I haven't landed a job yet. You know what I'm saying? I've been applying, but I ain't landed nothing yet. So I'm back home. I don't know what I'm going do you know what I'm saying I'm still trying to figure it out so it was that all over again like you know what I'm saying literally a calendar year later yeah bro I'm back from square one so it's just like 
know what I'm saying? Just re, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to figure out what what's gonna be my next move. You know what I'm saying? What and still like, but what is it that you want to do, bro? Like, I feel like that was the biggest challenge and the biggest hurdle. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what do you want to do, bro? Like, what is it that you truly want to do? I'm like, bro, I have no clue. I have no clue. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The best way for me to start figuring out is I just got to try different things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, got you know what I'm saying? I, I, I enjoy teaching. You know what I'm saying? I just I really, I just enjoy working with younger, the youth. You know what I'm saying? Being able to pour into them, you know what I'm saying? And provoke thoughts that, and plant seeds that I know they're not receiving from their peers, their homes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just, you know, I like, I enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? being that source of just encouragement and positivity and wisdom um, to just any and everybody. But you know what I'm saying? I'm actually working with kids. So definitely that's why I enjoy that aspect. So I definitely wanted to stay in that field. So like, I still teaching stuff. Um, I ended up falling into coaching. You know what I'm saying? One of my little homie across the street, a little across the street from me, he played for the same high school I played at. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, hey man, you should come watch us work out one day. I'm like, for sure. And just for me, him inviting me to go watch them work out and me actually going up there to watch them, <laughs> that's how I ended up falling into coaching. So it was just, you know what I'm saying? And then, oh, months later, okay, I'm back home. I'm like, damn, but I know I, I got locked up in China. I done lost everything. I know I know I need to do, I, I want to do something with the story. I just don't know what to do. I don't know how I want to go about sharing the story with the world. And then, man, I'm chilling with a partner one day, a friend, hey, bro. You should write about it. You should write a book about it. I'm like, damn, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. I could write a book about it. And I just, you know what I'm saying? So it's everything that I'm doing now is, man, I just, somebody posed it. Me, I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm willing to try. I'll try. Yeah. I'll see what it's talking yeah. about. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's just where we at with it now. You know what I mean? What do you think that you, for me, I'm looking at, you probably needed some growing up to do. Yeah, and you needed some growing up outside your, of your comfort zone. And for me, that's how I see it. Because I've, from experiences, I've just grown to appreciate every trial I have gone through personally. And I see that every trial we go through makes us better when we come out of it. Definitely. Tell us, do you think the experience you went through in China has made you a better person? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, just my character improved. Um, my level, I already had a great level of patience, but now it's even greater now. You know what I'm saying? It's even yeah. greater now. So um, being patient, uh, not making irrational decisions, um, and learning more about myself, most importantly. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of us don't know ourselves. Like we can't even really sit here and speak on ourselves elaborately, you know what I'm saying, and articulately. So. You know what I'm saying? I was able to learn a lot about myself and we're learning about more, learning myself. Okay, now I can start figuring out what it is that I want to do. What do you know what I'm saying? What is, what is my purpose? You know what I'm saying? I can, I can start connecting these dots now. Now I, I, I learned the centerpiece. You know what I'm saying? So okay. now I've been able to, you know what I'm saying, take what I've learned and now let's go apply it to life and you know what I'm saying? the journey and the, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want yeah. to call it. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely what that definitely, definitely made me a better, better, better person. And you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I feel like for me to go through something like that and still be as positive, still, you know what I'm saying, yeah. charismatic as I am, it's like, yeah, bro, 
everybody goes through something traumatic. You know what I'm saying? What you do with it at the end of the day, solely depends. It's up to you. Exactly. You know yeah. <laughs> it's what yeah, you're right. Is. You're you know right. Yeah, it's just show people like, yeah, bro. Hey, bro, I got locked up in China, bro. So, you know what I mean? Trust me, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? We all face our adversity. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, what you gonna do with it? Yeah. So, how did you feel when your uh, your book became bestseller on Amazon? <laughs> what was the experience like share with us how i mean I, I knew just from writing it really just writing it and then as i'm going through the editing process i'm like oh yeah this I, i'm like hey well this is going this is going to go crazy like i already knew i'm like i knew it's gonna go crazy just from just from me editing and writing i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be crazy then when i got the cover and then the title i'm like I'm like, oh yeah, this is going. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna fuck the streets up with this one. I'm like, I'm finna go crazy with this, and I just knew it, but I didn't think it would go that crazy. <laughs> I just started. You know what I'm saying? Man, locked up abroad in China. You know what I'm saying? It's happened to a young colored dude, a young American too. Oh uh, yeah, people gonna eat it up. You know what I'm saying? So like, when I, I was still on pre-sale actually. I was still on pre-sale, and my book was ranked number one in three different genres. Yeah. How many copies have you sold so far? Crazy. How long has it been on the market since you wrote it, since you published it? 2020, April 4, 2020. So I got locked up on April 4, 2019. Oh. Three date, uh, April 4, 2020. That's when I dropped the first book of 14 Days of Beijing. So right. it's only been a, a year now. It's going to be two in uh, April next year. So, so how long did it take you to write the book? It only took me four months to write it. Oh, great. Um, that was with me bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, but I still, like, four months was uh, still, a, it's still a short amount of time. Um, it was the editing process that, <laughs> that was, you know what I'm saying, that took the longest for sure. Just writing it, though, because all I'm doing is just telling y'all the story. It's like me sitting here telling the story, you know what I'm saying, in full detail right now. You know what I'm saying? But I just put it on paper. That's all I'm doing. So it, that wasn't challenging at all. Um, but the editing process, that's, that was, that, that was like eight months, you know what I'm saying? Just formatting oh. it and, you know what I'm saying? Just getting, just fine tuning and getting as perfect as possible. You know what I mean? Um, so that, that was the most time consuming part, for real, for real. I actually wrote a second book, you know what I'm saying? I plan on dropping soon. It's a romance novel. I was just yeah. about to ask you if you were going to write another book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, it piggybacks over 14 days, but it's a whole completely different story, um, and completely different genre. You know what I'm saying? And I wrote that in two and a half weeks. So me being laser focused, I'm like, I can see how fast I can write it. It took me two and a half weeks to write that. You know what I'm saying? And I've just been editing it since. Uh, I wrote it in February. So I've just been editing it since. Just fine tuning, perfecting it. And it'll be here very, very soon. And I'm just the same way I felt writing and editing in 14 days. I feel <laughs> writing and editing this this next novel. So I'm like, okay, I know the next one's going to go even crazy, especially being a romance. Oh, shit. <laughs> there's, there's something I'm, I'm there's something i'm beginning to pick up from here you have a degree in is, is it in publishing or media studies or something like that communication and media studies communication and media studies and you never thought of putting a book together until you went to china so probably god was speaking to you put a book mm -hmm. together put a book together you wouldn't so then you had to go and have an experience in china and that will force you to put a book together because that was your breaking you know sometimes just like you said, you came back and you didn't know what to do because you were looking for, you've come back to the where you were before. And it's as if you didn't actually know what to do with yourself when you came back from China. 
And just before you went to China, you were looking for a job and you weren't finding it either. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to sit down and reflect on, on yourself because a part of your story, I can reflect with it. Just like when I came out of the university and I couldn't get a job yeah. with my first um, class honors, I still couldn't get a job. That's crazy. And it's so difficult. Some, and you wonder what's going on in the world. And as I see every year, more graduates are being churned out. Mm-hmm. And we all cannot fit the job market, you know? So some of us will have to try and set up our own things or do things on our own. But we get stereo, a bit stereotypical trying to all go the same way, look for a job, look for a job, look for a job. But for me, I just decided that, look, there's a reason we go to the university. And at, at that time, I believe that we don't just go to the university to come out and go and work for somebody. Because we go there to receive the training and everything else to be able to stand on our own and do things for ourselves, for those who want to be able to do things. Why not try and do something for myself? That was why I started from. So probably with you, when you weren't getting a job, the, the, from what I'm seeing, what you could have done was to look within yourself and think of what I can do with what I got from the university. Why did I go to the university in the first place? What did I study? What can I do with it? You get it. Yeah. It was a good thing for me. It was a good thing you went to China to explore, to meet different people, learn a, a, a bit about their culture and all, and the, the way they do things. And sometimes it helps you grow. You grow better and quicker when you are not in your comfort zone. Thanks. Because when you're around the people who love you and you're around the things you are used to, you don't grow too much. Mm-hmm. But when you're kind of in the wilderness, and you're on your own trying to find your footing and find, you know, that is when you grow quicker. And I think you did it quicker within a year. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, it's, for sure. It's, 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 it's a very inspiring story when you break it up the way we've just done it, you know, yeah. to know where you've come from and where you've been and what you accomplished, brought back to do this big thing you've done with your book. And now it's a bestseller. And I think it's it's a very impressive story. I appreciate it. It's, it's been a journey for real, for real. It's been a journey. And I, I completely agree. You know what I'm saying? I knew, like, you know, all the jobs turned me down at first. I'm like, okay, clearly this is not, I had that self-reflection. I'm like, because I was applying for corporate positions, sales, marketing, management. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to do that. I did that for eight months. I'm getting flown out, all different types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not landing nothing, though. I'm talking about, okay, chance, this isn't for you. Clearly, the universe is making it, ev- you know what I'm saying, evident that, you know what I'm saying, this is not the, yeah. the journey. So it's like, yeah. you got to take a, you got to reapproach this whole job searching thing. So that's what I'm like, okay, what are you good at? Okay, you do, working with people, dealing with people. So I'm like, look for stuff that's geared towards social work. And then I, I came, you know what I'm saying, came across uh, just, job search them i looked at the filters i seen an international button so i'm like damn why well, i ain't think to look for opportunities outside of america you know what i'm saying so just being able to go through all the trial and errors take a self-reflect take a different approach actually land something i'm like i don't know i don't see myself being out in china no longer than my year i was gonna do my year and that's gonna be it you know what i'm saying i didn't know what was gonna really come from it but i'm like i'm something's good gonna come from this situation. Me going out here, the first job 10 years is on the other side of the world. There's no if, answer, but it's about it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing for sure, for sure. And I don't know what's gonna come from it, but I know something good. <laughs> I know something good will for sure. 
man, did I expect it to <laughs> go, go like that? Absolutely not. But, you know what I mean? That's just how I played them. So that's how it was supposed to happen. So if today you receive a call and somebody's offering you a job, would you take it? Um, It really depends on what it is, where I'm going to be at, how much I'm going to make. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely got to fit my criteria, you know what I'm saying, for stuff to show. Especially y'all hit me up. Oh, yeah, yeah, best believe. I got to gotta be in my benefit for sure. Great, great. Okay, so this is the first time you're going to try this, and this is a time of truth. It's a way to get to know you a bit more. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions, and then uh, we'll see your response to it. So sweet or sour for you? Sweet. Sweet. Introvert or extrovert? Man. <laughs> I, feel like I, could, I feel like I can be both for real for real like if I'm around people I don't know mm. but if I'm around people I'm comfortable oh man well I'm the life of the party you know what I'm saying so, <laughs> okay great Netflix or YouTube YouTube without a doubt yeah. your favorite food um favorite food I'd say lamb I love lamb lamb is Lamb is fire. <laughs> Lamb is good. Great. Okay. So finish these sentences. I regret. Don't like to regret anything. I'm like, everything we go through is for a reason. But if I were to give you just some one answer, I regret. Um, I, I regret not uh, writing more when I was younger and in school. Like, I wish I would have. It, it, it journaling, it, just journaling, you know what I'm saying? Because that's all I, that's form of writing I do now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just journaling, you know what I'm saying? I, I just, man, I, I'd be even better, have a lot more stories. I probably have more books, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two, um, for sure, for sure. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad that I, I possess the, the natural, just, characteristics and spirit to just, you know what I'm saying, uplift and motivate and encourage people. Um, and you know what I'm saying, be a voice of reasoning, deliver of wisdom, you know what I'm saying, as very, at such a young age as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I, that's what I possess those traits. You know I pray. I pray that everything that uh wants to accomplish in life happens i pray for wealth and abundance and health right. for just me and my tribal members and family and friends and yeah nothing in this world can nothing in this world can stop me but me great i'm thankful for i'm thankful for my support system Right. Yeah, man. Thank you for my support system. This journey would be a lot more difficult <laughs> if I didn't have that. So. Okay, so as we wrap up, what would your um, best advice be to our audience? Um, learn yourself. If you don't really know yourself, take time to get to know yourself and learn yourself truly. Um, and and know what I'm saying. If you need uh, trying to need a way to do that, <laughs> this way take a Take it to take yourself out on a little getaway for a few days. Place you've always been interested in going, um, travel to, and go by yourself. When you do that, of course, you're going to be traveling someplace you've never been before. So 
use your phone to navigate. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. But as far as just communicating to the outside world, there's no that's not in the physical presence that you're in. Ignore all of that. You know what I mean? Um, and you'll see how much you'll you, you'll learn about yourself. For sure, for sure. Right. That's what I did essentially. Um, so yeah, just learn yourself. Um, whatever adversity you face, take it with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? Take what you need to take away from it. Apply it to your life moving forward. And you know what I'm saying? Continue to, to, to keep going. And I have a question that I just wanted to pose. Are you okay. chasing a dream? Or are you fulfilling your uh, purpose? Based on where you at in your life right now, like, are you chasing a dream or are you fulfilling your purpose? Which one are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And you can't even really answer that. Or I just planted a seed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. To get your get your mind really thinking about that, and, and to really answer that question, you got it. How well do you know yourself? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it starts with the very first thing you got to learn yourself first, and then everything else going to start connecting afterwards. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Where can our listeners connect with you as we wrap up? Oh, um, get your copies of 14 Days of Beijing available on Amazon. Um, I have a free version, pretty. Much pretty much the first three chapters of the book that's available on Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, and other book platforms. Um, but yeah, get y'all copies of that, man. Get your popcorn ready too, because it's a roller coaster. <laughs> um, Are you going to turn that, that into a film? It would be great to turn that into a film. Have you thought of it? <laughs> that's my end goal. Like everybody that read it, like, man, I can see this being on Netflix. I can see this being yeah, a yeah, movie yeah. or a show. Yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's the end goal. It has a brilliant title though. 14 days in Beijing, it sounds, yeah, classic. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> it'll be good as a film title. Really. I appreciate it, I appreciate it. But yeah, y'all can just Google me though. 14 days in Beijing or Chancellor K. Jackson. I'll pop right up for sure. Great. It's been a delight um, having you here on Podcast with Sheila Chancellor. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me, Sheila. We wish you the very best um, as you journey on in life. And hopefully we'll be able to host you again when you come up with a new exciting book oh yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> if you've been listening in this is season two episode 29 of our podcast series where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us do not miss out on all these lovely experiences subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released we have a video presentation of this episode on our youtube channel just search for podcast to chill on youtube and you'll find us until we meet again have a brilliant week